listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 352 of Frankie Boy Radio. Tonight, we're talking about blowing stuff up and some philosophy. Of course, I'm your host, Josh Irvin. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Friday to you. Hope yours was nice. Mine was excellent. I had my my show on the computer, my variety show. This was for a community that I usually would DJ at before COVID. And uh, two weeks ago, I did the, uh, the show where I tried to combine some bleach and brake fluid and hope it Hope it did something exciting and it did not. And I left feeling hollow and dejected and like I let everyone, including myself, down. So I did the research. And uh, you may have heard on the program a couple of days ago, pool shock and brake fluid is the ticket. <clears throat> what it does is brake fluid on itself is uh, polyethylene glycol, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a it's a, uh, a complex molecule and it's it's fairly stable. But then if you put the right chlorine against it, the chlorine slices and dices it up and fragments it into much smaller molecules. And these are highly unstable and they combine and combust. Awesome. So I had the mixture dialed in. I had it all set and I was telling everybody on the call, I said, yes, just wait. It's awesome. It's great. We're going to blow stuff up and I go out there and pour it all together. Nothing happens. And I stir it. Nothing happens. You make some other stuff up. Nothing happens for like 10 minutes. I'm working on this stuff and I know it's spectacular. I know it will shoot red fire. Some stuff fizzles a little bit. I pour it all together. I'm out of brake fluid. And finally, like a movie, it goes poof and it catches on fire and the flames are, are I'd say they're probably three or four feet high. I thought it was going to catch my house on fire. I could feel the heat. There was noxious smoke everywhere. It was awesome. I was so happy. So that was good. And then we planted some zinnia seeds. So it was a nice uh, sort of well-rounded program. We did use a blowtorch to plant the zinnia seeds. I had this plastic cup and I wanted to put some holes in the plastic cup. So I heated up a nail with a blowtorch. It was pretty extra, pretty fun. So one of the other things I did on the call was, was read them this. And this kind of jumped off the shelf of me today. And I wanted to read this to you. This is Mark Nepo, As Far As The Heart Can See. My mother gave me this book a couple years ago. A really, really nice, thoughtful author. And I've been thinking a lot about purpose. This is kind of, um, I don't know, this this has been triggering a couple of thoughts in, in my head, in, in a good way that is, and I wanted to share them with you. So this whole train left the station a couple of days ago. I was recovering from a cold and just taking it easy, but then I was getting antsy and I wanted to go do something productive. And I felt lost without lack of purpose. We've talked about this on the show before too, but about how um, well this program is aimed at my friends in assisted living and assisted living tends to focus on leisure and entertainment, but it usually kind of leaves purpose out. And I'm not exactly sure where purpose comes from. Uh, it's usually tied to career, but I think those are, are can be separated. So I wanted to... to touch on that and I pulled this off the shelf today and I read this it's a little short bit a little essay by again Mark Nebo it's called The Bridge and the Elephant in the dream I was working hard to finish a bridge 
to cross some river whose current was strong. It seemed important to get where I was going, though I couldn't put where I was going into words. Just as I finished the arc of the bridge, an elephant appeared in the water. It was stepping down the middle of the stream. When it was squarely beneath my unfinished bridge, it stopped to douse itself with water. Then it stared at me. All at once, the sheen of water on its back made me question why I was building a bridge in the first place. It made me question if what I was crossing really needed to be entered. It made me wonder, if I were to enter the stream rather than cross it, would I have a different sense of where I was going? In the days since the dream, the image of the elephant under the unfinished bridge has made me consider obstacles differently. Now when I stumble before things I don't understand, I try to remember the elephant dousing itself in the middle of what I thought I had to cross and ask myself, is the thing in the way something I need to cross or enter? If it's a difficulty involving love or fear, where will I be led by crossing it? Where will I be led by entering it? At each turn, I find myself needing to know what must I face and what must I bridge? And when are facing and bridging deeply the same? Wise words, Mr. Nepo. Again, that's from as far as the heart can see. Just open it up to that. Say, what's this? That's cool. So, I don't know. This this year, has, I've been felt feeling like I've been entering the river instead of bridging it. And for a long time, I've been trying to bridge the whole world, you know, transcend that which confounds me. But, uh, well, lately, I've been entering it. And it's been an interesting discussion in my head. So more on that to come. Just wanted to share that with you and we'll sort of get the ball rolling. And now, a couple of deep breaths. Go ahead and breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Let those eyes drift gently closed. And here we go. Ah, yes. Have a great evening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Good night.